Fun fact, Matthew, you are a Howard Schultz supporter, which I think is interesting for Battery Mates Nation to hear. No, I mean, don't get me started. Just seriously, joking aside, don't get me started on him or I might start to really vent. <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of Battery Mates uh, from Chicago, Illinois. This is Toby. And this is Matthew, live from London. <laughs> live from London. Um, and from across London. Arizona and Florida, um, our favorite teams have reported for spring training. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful time of year. Every, you know, I, I, do you feel a sense of hope, Matthew? Do you feel like... <laughs> What do you feel right now? <laughs> I don't know if I feel a sense of hope, but I tell you what, <laughs> I genuinely, I gen- my my shoulders feel lighter okay. when when pitches and catches are reported, because it, it, it feels like there's light at the end of the tunnel now. Yeah, I guess that is hope. I guess that is hope. <laughs> it's a definition I don't of think hope. hope. Yeah, not not necessarily hope for a good season, but hope that baseball is coming. <laughs> Well, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. I mean, actually, we have nothing to talk about. There's very little news in baseball in the what six, five, six weeks we've been on an episode. Um, you know, we were waiting for there to be breaking news in in terms of actual signed big free agents like Manny Machado or Bryce Harper, nothing's but nothing's happened. Nothing's I mean, happened. there's still like seventy free no. agents out there. Nothing has happened at all. You could f- field like two or three entire teams. 25 man rosters with the number of free agents. Um, yeah, it's it's. Kind of I, I I actually think you I think you can fill a, a, um, a starting lineup with all star free agents. <laughs> that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure it's all going to work itself out. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with baseball free agency. Um, no, I mean I think it's going to like we are three years away from the. Uh, next collective bargaining yeah. talks and the season isn't underway in any stretch of the imagination and yesterday was the first mention of the word strike so <laughs> great, yeah. or that i heard anyway um so this is it is on like <laughs> the players the players are so pissed off it's it's incredible some of the some of the comments that have been coming out max jersey yesterday was just steaming steaming red hot and it's not even uh it's not even much. Yeah, I mean, for me, the the potential work stoppage after the 2021 season is a little scary. But let's be honest, uh, that's also when Frankie Lindor is a free agent. So it's pretty much the end of our window. So I, I, I feel like it's not, there's not a, I'm not a, it's not a, it's not my top of my concerns. Um, if there's going to be a catastrophic work stoppage in the game of baseball, then is the time to do it. Probably, yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, Corey Kluber and Frankie Lindor will no longer be Cleveland Indians. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, but so for this episode, we have just a handful of topics we're going to go through around the horn. You know, we're, I, like a lot of people out there, we're a little rusty. Um, we mostly spend the off season eating uh, fried foods and sitting around. Uh, and you know, we were showing up to spring training to get back in shape. Uh, so the, you know, we're going to do around the horn without a time limit. 
because um, we're just not as snappy as we as we would be during the regular season. Um, and then we have uh, some, you know, the rule changes are a big, big part of this, or potential rule changes, I should say. Um, none of them are even likely to happen uh, in the near future. Um, and so, yeah, it should be, should be an easy, like, game of catch, um, this, this episode. But uh, something's bound to go horribly wrong. <laughs> so maybe I'll, um, you know, pull a calf muscle or something. <laughs> Tear an oblique. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, I've never... I don't know what... I don't really know what an oblique is, but it always sounds like the most glamorous of the silly injuries. It sounds like the one that... It, it, well, I think the, the first... It was the first um, injury, player injury, where I was like, well, that's no big deal. And then it ended up um, plaguing the player for another, like, four months. Like, you just never, the player was never the same. Um, yeah. And that player was CC Sabathia, who is now doing fine. Um, he's he's okay. He, I mean, he might he be retiring. I hear. He doesn't. He doesn't try that hard. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, I mean, he's he. The rumor is, I think, and I, this could actually be news. I have no idea. The rumor is, I think he's going to retire after this season. So we'll get to we'll all get to um, you know, give him gifts. All the all the teams will give him gifts on his way out of town. <laughs> um, it's um it's a shame that his uh, his his last season his retirement season is going to be overshadowed by yeah. uh, Big Papi retiring this year. I know it's it's strange. Um, it's strange to choose the same year, right? Um, yeah, but who knows? Very odd. Very odd. Who knows? Should we go around the horn? Should we start with a? <laughs> Let's a, a go quick around, around the horn. Yeah, <laughs> you go first. You all go right, first. picking up the ball. Um, all right. This story I thought was just uh, funny. Um, so. For those of you who know um, the the Baltimore Orioles and their failure to win a <laughs> playoff game a couple years ago, they didn't bring Zach Britton into the game, their best pitcher, um, and that's I think haunted a lot of Orioles fans um, ever since. And now, of course, as does everybody, he's now a New York New York Yankee. Um, and the, the the strangest thing has happened. Um, he's at age thirty one decided his name Zach is going to be spelled Z-A-C-K and not Z-A-C-H. I, I'm really at a loss for how the hell this is happening now at age 31. Um, but it is, it is a thing. It's the, actually the biggest news in baseball since we last recorded. So that, that tells you how, I mean, it is a big deal. Is there is there going to be a cost to the rebranding? Does he have to have like all of the promotional material? I guess I guess the, the, his first name is not on anyone's jersey, so that doesn't make a big difference. But I don't know. I mean, so so the, the story goes like this: something like his name is spelled Z A K Z A C K A R Y. That's his like birth name. So I don't know how he ever ever got to Z A C H. There's no H in his name. Um. And apparently, like all the legal documents, anytime he signed his name, anytime he like, they the, the Orioles had some legal document to sign, they put a K on it, Z A C K, Z A C K. But on his in on the rosters, they always wrote it Z A C H. And I guess he just never said anything, I, or he, I don't know. His parents, he says he blames his parents who told him Zach was spelled Z A C H. Um, and now the Yankees were like, this doesn't make any sense. Um. I don't know. I, I, I basically, this is this is maybe the biggest um, potential scandal uh, in in 
in baseball of the past couple of years, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't see how he's allowed to do this. You mm-hmm. can't just, just change your name. I guess you actually can just change your name. That that is allowed. <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, uh, either way, that's the that's that's a big uh, my first around the horn. Um, so my first one is um, is uh, on the Chicago Cubs. Oh, um, I know, I know. So. Um, they uh if you if you were the chicago cubs owned by a family uh whose patriarch was a gigantic racist and you wanted to organize a broadcast deal who would you go with i mean some people would say fox news other people would say the gigantic racists at sinclair and that's what the cubs have done (laughs) it's absolutely absolutely bananas um, yep. So they've signed a they've signed a, a deal. I, I I mean, my reading of it is that they are trying to recreate the uh, what the Yankees have done with the Yes Network um, uh, to to take it off the the local local TV, which kind of sucks. Um, the Dodgers situation is still absolutely terrible. So I don't even like this model, let alone a model where it, everything is run by the Sinclair people, who are just awful. It's yeah, that's Cub. As they say, <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, it's it's you, you you would imagine that there would be. I mean, Chicago. I live here, right? Chicago is not a uh, conservative like stronghold of any of any stretch. You know, like it's you'd think there'd be more up, people upset about this. Um, yeah, and especially when the White Sox, if the White Sox get good again, which could happen as soon as maybe this, probably next year, sometime in the next couple seasons. I could see there being a real backlash. I mean, the, the White Sox will be the progressives of the <laughs> of the <laughs> of the league, right. but but also like, aren't the games essentially free to air at the moment? I don't know. Like, I don't. You could. I don't think so. I think there's it's on regular cable. Right, right, right. right so right. not literally free, but anyone who's got any kind of cable gets the games. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes on I think the so, free channel, one of the free channels, yeah. Right. I just think these kind of like um, specific networks, Manchester United have it for soccer in the UK. Um, I think Chelsea do as well. I just think it really sucks. And the the programs become uh, even more Pravda-esque than the local cable. Like uh, Masson for the Nationals is already fairly obsequious towards the uh, organization. Like you don't exactly know where... the broadcaster stops and the organization itself starts right um which i don't don't love i want to i want um critical um questioning aggressive um coverage i i'm i way more enjoy nbc um dc's uh podcast than the masson podcast just because it's there's just then then they they talk normally compared to the mass and people who have got this weird relationship with the organization. Now, what if they were just literally employees of the organization? I just think that sucks for fans. Yeah. And, and I think it's even, it's one thing to be like <laughs> Pravda for your team. It's another thing to be Pravda for your team. And then also uh, in the immediately following <laughs> segment, Pravda for the administration, <laughs> which is essentially what Sinclair is. I mean, they're just basically, um, you know, propaganda soldiers in uh, in the the war on the media, right? Like it, they do those 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 crazy um, prepackaged PSAs, right? Where they're but they have a, a local news anchor deliver this 
monstrosity of a, of a PSA. Um, the state. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's bonkers. Dreadful. It's just, it's, I don't know. <laughs> bonkers. It's bonkers. Um, but I don't know. Oh, we, we're getting something in here. Hold on. Breaking news. Bryce Harper <laughs> has signed a contract. Oh, he's signed no. a contract. Yes. And, oh, Matthew, I'm very sorry. He has no. signed a deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, uh, it looks like a long contract here. I'm not getting, I'm not seeing any numbers, but a, lo- uh, a, a large long-term contract with the Philadelphia Phillies. Matthew, I got to go to you for immediate reaction. What, what do you think? What do you think? What, what's, what's going through your head right now? Here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to shock you a little. I've, I've actually always hated Bryce Harper. Um, so <laughs> I don't, this isn't, this isn't going to, uh, dramatically impact how I feel about him. Uh, I've always thought he was selfish. Uh, I've always thought uh, he put himself above the organization. I was saying that all of, all through last year, those solo home runs were not a coincidence. People were saying, Oh, it's the team's fault for not getting players on in front of him when he, before he comes to his at bat. no, it was deliberate selfishness on his part. Um, he has been uh, carried by the team. He's not carried the team. And so I think he'll fit in uh, in Philadelphia. I hope that the uh, money uh, weighs him down and his slump continues into the future. Well, and I always heard I had a, we had a I, I, unnamed source inside the uh, the, the, the Nationals uh, clubhouse that said, you know, he was always a, a conditioner hog in the shower. And I think that, that that says a lot about the player, um, not letting other players condition their hair. Your hair needs conditioning. It can't just have shampoo after shampoo, especially when you're showering multiple times a day. you got to condition yeah. every once in a while. It needs moisture. Yeah. So, um, no, I agree with you. And, you know, the Phillies will be an obviously easy-to-hate team. Coming coming out of the coming out of this, um, wow! Uh, it, it's news? a it's a good fit. It's a good fit. He's easy to hate. They're easy to hate. It's it's just a good fit. It makes uh-huh. sense. We'll have more soon on uh, and on the details of this breaking news. I mean, I can't believe this is happening while we're on the air, um, live recording live as a podcast. This is crazy. Um, I guess I'll I'll pick up the around the horn where we left off. Should we just keep going? I mean, I, does this change everything? Yeah, Should we just Let's let's just keep going. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, my next uh, around the horn. Uh. On that, based on where we are now. Um. Speaking of, uh, easy to hate players. Um. Trevor Bauer, our old our, our old friend, our, <laughs> our old buddy, <clears throat> making news in the last couple of days. He won his arbitration hearing. All, all every base, all the big pitchers won their arbitration hearing. I think every player so far has won in their arbitration. Um, <laughs> apparently, uh, the arbiters are not seeing uh, having a lot of sympathy for major league owners these days. Front offices trying to save a million dollars. But uh, you know, Trevor Bauer has famously told the media for years now that he. Um, loves the arbitration process. He loves it. He just loves the whole whole back and forth. You know, last year, of course, he um, made more money he, than he asked for, um, and uh, <laughs> like thanks to his representation. And so he took that money and then spent it, um, or uh, gave it to charity in the sixty nine days of giving. We all remember. Well, anyway, Trevor was saying once again, great process, loved it. Um, except he got a little butt hurt. <laughs> 
I, I think. Um, his quote is, they spent the last 10 minutes of the case trying a character assassination. I learned that giving to charity is a bad thing. I learned that agreeing with someone on a podcast just for the sake of argument that I was worth $10.5 million and should be the def- definitive answer why I'm not worth $13 million. Um, that's, um, that's the... <laughs> That's uh, somebody complaining about the arbitration process, which is famously awful. Like, teams have to, like, basically make the case in front of the player, like the lawyers do. But but they make the the case in front of the player why that player is not worth what they want. Um, And it can be pretty brutal. Um, This is why Cleveland has spent years trying to avoid arbitration with players. And um, Trevor Bauer has famously t- taken them to arbitration every year, <laughs> two years in a row, <laughs> and I'm sure he's going to do it another season next year. So, um, but he he's seems also to a ter- he's enjoy a, it. He lists, yeah, right. He says he does, um, and he can't. Like, if, you, well, if you're going to do that on, if you're going to do what you do on Twitter, and like essentially, um, you know, if you put it, putting it most mildly, is being a troll on Twitter, like you know. But he's also bullied some people on Twitter, especially like teenage fans and something. It's weird. If you're going to be that kind of person on Twitter, you can't really turn around and then be upset when the team points at those tweets and goes like, "This is a liability for us." <laughs> like this guy is a loose cannon, and you know he he barks at fans, and you know who knows if that's costing us money at the at the, the you know like the gates. I, I mean, this this is the this is the thing running through our entire relationship with Trevor Bauer. He is clearly a very terrible and flawed human being, but you just can't help enjoying the spectacle. I loved, he loves the arbitration process so much that he says that he got a custom made suit for the hearing. He went out and got a custom made suit to wear to the hearing. He got, (laughs) um, he, he designed personally, he personally designed invitations to the arbitration hearings right. and sent them to the owner and general manager of the organization. They did not show up. <laughs> they turned them down. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. Um, and of course, I mean, the other thing here is that he said, um, you know, when he becomes a free agent after not this season, but next season, 2020, he is only going to sign one year deals. He's committed. He's already, I think he's made a bet with a friend that he will, uh, follow through on this promise, but his whole his whole philosophy is: I am going to give the teams le- the least amount of risk possible. So give me his, uh, give me you know all the money for one year. And he he says, throw me every fourth day. I want to pitch every fourth day. I think I can throw. I can start forty games for you. Um, he's pretty. He's got a lot of. He's pretty cocky. Is for someone who did miss the last six weeks of the season because he got hit by a line drive. Not his arm, to be clear. But freak accidents. Um, and uh, mind it, you, I mean, he's 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 cocky about he's cocky about his stamina for somebody who cut his own finger <laughs> with a drone <laughs> during the playoffs, <laughs> during the during American the League Championship Series. <laughs> I mean, oh God! Uh, oh man! Um, yeah, Trevor. I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. More breaking news: um, Bryce Harper. <laughs> Bryce Harper has signed a contract. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I don't know what was wrong with the first rumor here, but apparently it was way off. Bryce Harper has signed a long-term deal with the New York Yankees. 
it gets worse, Matthew. It gets worse. Um, uh, again, at least we're prepared here on Battery Mates. Breaking news. Bryce Harper to the New York Yankees. 26-year deal for $1.3 billion. I am a little surprised, but at the same time... Evil I am. I am actually not. I'm not that surprised that this is the direction that that New York has gone in. I saw this coming when they cancelled the Amazon deal. Yeah. Uh, they needed to free up some uh, cap to be able to uh, afford this kind of deal, and and that's what they've done. And um, you know, I think that's bad news for taxpayers in uh, New York. I think the MTA needs investment. I think schools need investment. I think the bridges are in real trouble. And that's before you even get to overhauling LaGuardia. And so to spend this kind of money uh, on giving the Yankees the tax breaks they need to bring Bryce Harper to town, I think is a is a disgrace. And I think that uh, politicians across New York are going to um, be outraged by this. But like I said, I'm not surprised this happened. I, I think this is what everyone expected after the Amazon deal got canceled. Amazon's taking their ball and going home. But it's good that that taxpayer money is going somewhere else. I mean, Bryce Harper... Honestly, maybe a better investment than the Amazon headquarters. Um, at least he will. I mean, where the hell is he going to play in New York? Where the hell is he going to play on that team? They, I mean, they don't have any spots for it. I mean, they got Aaron Judge, they got Giancarlo Stanton. They have another player. <laughs> <laughs> they have another outfielder, right? I mean, I'm trying to think here. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, 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 Bryce has always said he wants to go back behind the plate, so maybe they're going to move him to um, move Gary Sanchez out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very droll, Toby. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's me. Um, well, unconfirmed rumors now that the Yankees have inked Bryce Harper. Um, this is a really eventful time. Um, we live in we live in remarkable. Remarkable days. Um, well, sorry to interrupt again. That we we kind of um, kind of interrupted the Trevor Bauer. But the, so last thing on Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Speaking of eventual future New York Yankees here, Trevor Bauer um, also told the the so I'm a journalist yesterday that he, his age 27 season actually looking at it better than Corey Kluber's, um, which is not. It's a little bit hard to. Um, argue because Corey Kluber did get a late start and he did like he didn't become a he's 33 now or 32 or 33 now he, he didn't really emerge until he was 27 28 and so yes Trevor Bauer's 20 age 27 season was better than Corey Kluber's but you really shouldn't be shit talking your own teammate <laughs> and you really shouldn't be like you know I think he was doing it I don't think he was doing it in a mean way which I'm giving him a lot of uh benefit of the doubt but still it seemed like a weird thing to say out loud um Hey guys, he, he is a weird dude. He's, <laughs> he's a making bad choices. Um, it'll yeah. be interesting to see. It's it's remarkable the Indians couldn't find a trade partner for him this uh, this off season. Um, it'll be remarkable to see who, if they ended up end up trading him ever, um, and what teams go after him when he does become a free agent. It seems like well. I mean, he, he is, uh, Trevor Bauer is so right wing. You can only imagine he's going to be signed by the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be signed directly by Sinclair Broadcasting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, should we get into the rule changes? I mean, this is your last. This is your last around the horn, but it's a lot, lot to talk about. Yeah. Or should we I take mean, a quick word from is... our sponsor? Let's, do, let's maybe do that quickly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's pay for this episode. 
This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by Random House Publishing, featuring their latest smash release, From the Ground Up, A Journey to Reimagine the Promise of America by Howard Schultz. On sale now at your favorite retailer or anywhere you can find half-baked public policy. And if you buy your copy using the offer code BATTERYMATES at checkout, you'll get 25% off the first edition of Schultz's follow-up memoir, Percolator America, which is sure to be a painful but rewarding read about his failed presidential campaign, which, and this might be a spoiler, has consequences for the country that are both devastating and caffeinating. Thanks to Random House Publishing and all mediocre white men authors for supporting your favorite mediocre white men podcasters. So yeah, uh, well, great. That's um, it's always great to have sponsors. Um, really appreciate. It. Actually, fun fact, Matthew, you are a Howard Schultz supporter, which I think is interesting for Battery Mates Nation to hear. Um, what yeah, what's, yeah. What was, what's what's driving that decision? Well, um, I just think the country is ground to a halt, and uh, we really need to wake up uh, to the grand day plans that Howard has got. Oh, I hope he doesn't macchiato any mistakes. Um, I don't... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we're... This is... You're burnt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tiny little vanilla scones. Um, no, I mean, don't get me started. Just seriously, joking aside, don't get me started on him or I might start to really vent. Eh? <laughs> oh, this is, this is, this is great. You, so you, but you do, you, I mean, you get to vote, right? In this upcoming election, you're going to vote. Yeah, I will vote. Yeah, uh, In the primary, I vote in the Democrats Abroad um, primary. When so is there's that? a primary specifically for Democrats Abroad. I don't know when it is. And we we only get like, uh i think it's like four delegates or something absolutely ridiculous um so uh more than like I, you know, I don't know. Gets. <laughs> uh, yeah right um and then and then you uh, americans abroad vote in the uh primary uh, sorry in the general election for the state they last lived in so mm-hmm. i get to vote in new york state so oh. my primary vote and my general election vote are kind of pointless yeah well and um New York State will be up for grabs thanks to Howard Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so rule changes are the topic, and I love this part of the season. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, there, there's been uh, some talks uh, going on between the union. Wait, and hold the... on. Sorry to break in. Um, breaking news: uh, We have new a new update on the Bryce Harper situation. It appears he is signing a long-term contract, not with the Yankees or Phillies, as previously reported, but John Morosi of MLB.com is saying he has signed a half-season deal with the L.A. Dodgers. Um, I, I don't even – I've never heard of that. You can play, you can play 81 games for a half-season. He's kicking his free agency to after the All-Star break. What do you, Matthew, I need first reactions from you. Apparently, this has fallen through. Uh, poor New York. What a, what a hard – Three days they've had. Yeah, uh, I mean, oh, I, I, I think we really need to get Jeff Gabriel's response. Jeff Gabriel, are you there? He's not. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pay. pay. <laughs> Just in case he was on the line already, it's it's possible, right? <laughs> it's possibly sitting there, silent, waiting for us to ask a question. Well, look, you know, he's he's always acted like he's an all-star, so I think uh, that the uh, that Los Angeles is a good place for him. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, again, you know, I, I think, I don't know where he's going to play. I mean, I guess they have an outfield spot. I mean, this probably opens up the, the trade possibilities between the Dodgers and Indians again. This is interesting for me. Um, but only 81 games. I think that's the, the more newsworthy. Um, we're going to go through this all again in July. It's, uh, all right, back to sorry, back to rule changes. Okay, back to rule back, changes. Let's go back to rule changes. So the um, MLB PA and the MLB have been in talks, which is encouraging in itself because they've been kind of pissed at each other. Mm. But they kind of started the CBA process with very preliminary talks about some rule changes in the next uh, over the next couple of years um, that can be mutually agreed, and the uh, big rule changes that might take place in the next. Um, collective bargaining agreement and there's been some really um i mean there's been some interesting uh changes floated around i I mean these are these are kind of more interesting than the commissioner's usual uh tired dried out range of uh uh, pace of play changes so let's just go through a couple of them um the one i like uh, more than anything else is the three batter minimum for pitchers Hmm. Uh, we've talked about um uh, pace of play and pitches specifically uh, a whole bunch of times um uh talked about uh, uh you know steve coopin's idea of uh, of having uh, the your, the pitcher be your your dh slot um so uh once your pitcher is out you've you've lost your dh hmm. we've talked about uh uh, uh um uh, one pitcher per inning we've talked about uh, not being able to yank a pitcher before he's gotten out. I think this three batter minimum is is a is is, is a pretty bold change and could have a really big big uh, impact. Definitely. I mean, it seems like the to me it seems a little bit uh, it seems a little um, arbitrary. Uh, and I guess the, the 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 big thing for me is such a change in rules that'll change the like the the basic strategy of the game, like. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know how I feel about this. It does seem like, you know, there was a Sports Illustrated piece on these potential rule changes. This this one, they, they didn't like because um, they, they, they don't think this problem actually exists. So they, you know, they said their, their point was there were 47 pitching changes in the 2018 World Series. Do you know how many of them would have been affected by this rule? Three. Three of forty-seven, and he goes. It's consistent with what we saw in the regular season: sixteen thousand three hundred thirty-nine relief appearances, only eighteen hundred um, involved a pitching facing one or two batters. Um, which is, you know, I can't do the math there, but about twelve percent, thirteen percent. So it's not not a thing, um, but it does seem like it's more rare than maybe the our perception is. Because when it happens, yeah. when a p- pitcher comes in from one batter. It's it's pretty noticeable, and it's especially in a game where you're like up six runs or down six runs. It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they should do that yeah. unless unless it's a unless the tying run is at the plate, the pitcher has to stay in for three batters. Right. So I think I, I think your, your point there is really interesting. Like a really really big change, changing the the nature of um, how the game is played, changing the strategy entirely. I think rule changes should almost never, ever do that. I think that that is a, a mm-hmm. big, big line not to cross. All right, so new topic, universal <laughs> DH. You must be against that. Um, I, I I, actually, I think I'm evolving on this issue. Um, I, I, you know, when I, I think about um, explaining to Ruby uh, when she asks her friends at school, why do... Cubs fans 
Why do Cubs players not have a DH? And why do we have a DH, Daddy? Um, I'm just you know, <laughs> playing this conversation out in my head. I, I don't know what to tell her. And I think a universal DH would solve that problem. You know, if we if we did this in the next couple of seasons, she probably will never be aware of the the you know disparity in between the leagues. But I do think it's pretty um, entertaining to watch horrible batters bat, um, <laughs> as long as it doesn't affect my team. And when it affects my team, it gets really annoying. So playing in the interleague games, um, I, I think for pitchers, you know, I, I I'm a fan of let's get rid of the. Um, uh, let's get rid of the DA. Let's get rid of the pitcher batting uh, for interleague games because it just it seems like unnecessary to make American League pitchers bat. Um, uh, and then I'm I, you know I'm, I would also be in favor of, of changing the rules in the playoffs, uh, the World Series. But um, I think maybe leaving these National League teams um, to their own devices uh, is fine by me. I don't I don't have any major. But you are you've come up around on this issue too, right? You're you're definitely someone who is open to a universal DH. All right, the next one uh, <laughs> is uh, lowering the mound. Now, I've got to admit on this one, I, I am, um, I, I'm just not, I, I'm not long enough into my baseball experience to really understand the impact of this. So, talk me through it. So, as far as I know, um, they lowered the mound once before, um, and. In, I think in the 60s, late 60s. Um, we usually do more research than before these shows. But um, so essentially, there's the mound is X inches um, above the, the rest of the playing surface in the infield. Um, and so the, the pitchers are throwing down at a batter. And I think this, the perception is it allows the ball to come in, have a little more movement. Um, fastballs are, are um, uh, and, and breaking balls have more little downward downward. Uh, trajectory and so i think there's uh something to be said for this giving the pitchers an advantage um now there's also research that the higher mound throwing off of a mound um is better for pitchers arms apparently the indians found this um that the the number of apparently that they did some research on um the wear and tear on the elbow and the throwing off a mound is better uh, than throwing on flat ground. But I guess that they're not saying bring the mound all the way down. They're just saying lowering a little bit. Um, the one thing I think is really interesting is apparently this, because of the launch angle revolution, the, um, the fact that you're, you're the, the idea that you're swinging up to, to kind of meet the ball at its trajectory um, is because the ball is coming in at a downward trajectory. Um, and so if you lower the mound, that changes a little bit of the, the swing plane idea as well. So I don't know how much it affects power, um, but it could, um, it could have an, it may not have a, the, the effect that, um, the rule changers want to, want to have here. And to be clear, I should have started with, they're trying to take away a little bit of the pitcher's advantage and bring a little more offense right, right, to right. The, the game. So I, for me, any rule change, uh, should be there to encourage small ball. Yeah. Like they've been talking about pace of play. They've been talking about um, uh, more hits. To me, action, I don't care how long a game lasts as long as there's loads of action. And action is small ball for me. So I, I threw some rule changes out uh, on Twitter. See what you think about some of uh, okay. some of these. So for, first up, first up, any runner who crosses uh, home, who stole a base on the way around, bonus run for the team 
So you get two runs instead of one for that player. So I instinctively don't like this rule because of it just fundamentally changes the game. But I like the spirit of enough of it enough to like have it be like part of the All Star game. Like, why don't we try these things out? Like, let's like, you know, like, because <laughs> no one's going to steal a base in the all-star game unless there's some, you know, some, uh, some money on the line. You know, there's something on the line. Yep. So an extra run. We could try that. Yeah. What else okay. You got? Okay. Here's another, here's, here's another idea for the all-star game. Um, instead of getting 27 outs in a game, uh, it, it, for every, for every 10 bunt attempts or for each bunted hit, the team gets an extra out. Ten bunt attempts? I think I would kill myself if I saw my team bunt ten times. <laughs> I, would th- I would throw myself out of the like off the second level in the stands and onto the field of play if I saw my uh, okay. team. Okay, so we, 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 we can lower that. A bunted okay, hit? We'll, we'll lower, a bunted hit. A that bunted makes some hit. sense. You, you get an extra out. Not, so it's like it's a bonus. It's If you get on base by bunting... Um, yeah, you, you you not only do you have a base hit, but you give give your team an extra out that inning. That, yeah, so you'd I, have four outside. See, I like this kind of bonkers baseball. Um, <laughs> bonkers baseball. Yeah, that's what we could call it. Yeah, a bonkers new, a new, baseball. A new league. Okay, I got a third one. Okay, um, uh, introducing a hit and run clock. So all teams must attempt a hit and run before the clock reaches zero. Or have their roster reduced to 24 for three games? Wow, it's, a, it's an interesting penalty. Um, I put, I put, I put a, I put a, an unnecessary amount of thought into these. <laughs> <laughs> I had an extra long commute that day, and I really did give these some thought. It I mean, doesn't clearly. make them better ideas. Clearly, <laughs> doesn't make them better ideas. No, I, I don't necessarily think that's a. I mean, I like the idea of doing more hit and run. I mean, I don't know. I, I think you're, what you're trying to get at is to, to make players or to make the teams um, do more things that involve action um, instead of the – because we're, we're moving toward a, um, you know, the, 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 you know, pitchers dominating, batters hitting the ball far, um, and that's pretty much it. Um, you want to see more like, you know – nonsense on the base paths if you can but um oh whoa again um well sorry breaking news i'm break oh goodness gracious breaking news both bryce harper and manny machado have agreed to sign with the san diego padres in a joint contract that allows them to become free agents at the end of this upcoming season, um, Matthew, what what? Um, first of all, why is there so much bad rumors? Why are there so many bad rumors happening today? Um, and, and it's like that's just and, and, oh, and literally during again another breaking news. This one's this one's real. This one's real. Um, this is confirmed. The first confirmed rumor: Bryce Harper is going back to school. Um, he's quitting baseball <laughs> and to pursue an art history degree. Um, well, good for Bryce. You know, I actually thought for all of the, you know, I, if we're going to have a spring training without Bryce Harper on a baseball team, let's, let's, he's really sticking it to owners, right? He's going to, he's going back and he's, oh, and he's okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's going to go to the, the university of New Mexico. Um, 
which is an interesting choice. But, you know, I, I think they have a great art history program. That's probably why. Um, so, what? Do you, yeah, first reactions, Matthew, again, sorry to put you through this. I like uh, art history. And I think that deep down, Bryce is is a changed man as a result of spending time with Sean Doolittle. Yeah, that makes a lot of uh, sense. And I think that's that was always going to be the worry for the um, for the Washington Nationals that spending time with such an enlightened um, Renaissance man like uh, Sean uh, would turn heads. And um, this is the this is the first uh, this is the first um, the first pin to drop. Well, what was that phrase? <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, oh! At that time, I just accidentally hit the button. I, I didn't mean that. That was no breaking news. That one's just an accident. Um, uh, well, uh, you heard it here first on Battery Mates. Our art history uh, prospect Bryce Harper um, is uh, going back to the minor leagues of college. Um, <laughs> which is not which is not the minor leagues. Um he's going to try to go pro as a uh a docent. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. Um but uh yeah. We remain we 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 await baseball news at Remates Nation. Um are we do we have anything else to say about this this spring training? Uh we we don't have anything else to say about spring training. What we do have to say is that uh, for all the people we usually bug at the beginning of each season for their preseason uh, reviews, uh, we are going to start bugging you soon. Uh, we're going to do the predictions game again, and we want to hear your predictions in about three and a half to four weeks' time. So uh, start thinking about that because we will start uh, bugging you. Um, I also I just want to give a shout out to uh, me. Um, I've been invited to <laughs> take part in a preseason review. Uh, Lily, uh, Lily has joined me for the last bit. Of this. Uh, she almost just hung up on you. Um, I've been invited <laughs> to take part in the um, MLB UK thing, something of uh, YouTube preview. Um, I'm representing the uh, the Washington Nationals um, because I'm the only person in London that day who was willing to go to the bar to uh, talk about the Washington Nationals. So uh, it was a competitive market. Um, and look out for that in a couple of weeks' time. But yeah, the predictions contest is coming. Uh, we're almost there on um, securing a prize at, at this um, stage. I think the prize might be taking Lily off my hands. Uh, but, uh, or you get a bar napkin at that uh, event you're going to something <laughs> something like that signed by you <laughs> <laughs> I think that that might be uh, time to well, uh, we'll, time to we'll be back soon um, I'm, 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 sure, I'm sure there'll be more baseball breaking news um, to cover and um, you know we'll be back again before and the next time we're back there'll be people playing games there'll be games being played and they won't they won't count but um there'll still be chances for people our star players to get hurt um i'm really excited about about spring training games because that more of them a high proportion are, are on during the day right. uk time than regular season games <laughs> it's great well um i guess with that um we should probably go shake those balls <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying that this time. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh.